an intro. You intro us in today. Okay. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. It is Caleb and Amy, and this is one of our Campfire Chats episodes, is what we call them, where we have some guests on, and today we have special guests. Mm -hmm. We have a returning guest in Sarah, Hi. who you may have heard <laughs> of before, and we also have Sarah's family with us, Kevin and Deb. Hello. Hello. Yes, welcome Kevin and Deb and Sarah. <laughs> welcome back. Thanks. Thank you all yeah. so much for being here. Thank you. Um, but just to kind of give a little backstory, I guess, on how, because Kevin and Deb, y'all don't live on the road, right? No. So how are y'all here? How did we all get here? <laughs> yes, how, yeah. how did everyone get here? In our van <laughs> in outside Tucson, Arizona, uh -huh. on the desert, in the yes. dirt. Like, where are y'all from? How did you, you get here? Well, Sarah lives on the road, and we are mm -hmm. here visiting Sarah in Arizona, Tucson. And she asked us to come out and participate in this. <laughs> so we're here, but we are from Colorado and just in for the month. Yes. Forced ourselves out of that cold weather. <laughs> but you're in sticks and bricks. What's that? You're in sticks and like you're in a house. Yeah, uh, we're in a house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, house, yes. Yeah. We're in a, in a house. house. The house that Sarah came and lived in while she was building out her van, so. Yes, awesome. Right. And we have been to your house. You yes. also graciously had us over in the fall of last year, so not that long ago, just a few months ago. And that was the first time we met you, which was really cool to, like, you know, we met Sarah about a year ago last year and just immediately hit it off, got really close and traveled for a while together and then saw each other a lot over the summer. So we'd heard a lot about y'all and it was really cool to come meet you after having hear, heard so much about you and just learning about Sarah and seeing seeing that part of you. It was our hometown date. It was our hometown date. Well, I, yes. I, I still remember kind of our, when uh, your birthday in Escalante, we were with Sarah and we like had a day with her or whatever. And you're like, my dad commented on the oh, post yeah. and I was like, thank you, Sarah's friends mm -hmm. for, you know, throwing Sarah this birthday. And, and I was you were like, for life. Yeah. And you, and you were like, you guys are going to meet my dad someday. And I'm like, let's do it. Let's, yes. let's meet him. Anybody and who's nice to his yeah. daughters, he's like friends for life. It took yeah. us to like the fall yeah. of uh -huh. that same year, but. But now here we are, all Colorado people down in Arizona. In yes. a van. In our van. <laughs> yes. yes. So, wow, what a, what a weird small I know, world. it's such a full, it's such a full circle yeah. moment. Um, but, Deb, I want to take what you said about how Sarah, so, Sarah, you built your van out like three and a half years ago? Is that when you started? Yeah. No, I started probably four years ago. You started in the fall. So that would have been about three yeah. and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Fine. About so, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and if Sarah's words were, "Can I finish the van build in your house? Maybe a month and a half to two months." Excuse me. <laughs> five, five months later, she, it was kind of like. This is what I was wanting. Yeah. It was like Sarah, I love you, because she was going. I don't think this is right. I don't think that is right. It's like, no, it's right. Go. <laughs> Fix it on the road. These are the true stories <laughs> of the Sarah to van that, build. He <laughs> was like, "It's crazy that you're paying rent." You should finish your van at my house. So True. it wasn't. I didn't have in a month and a half to two months. But in a timely manner, as yes. anyone who's listening, who's built their van, knows everything takes mm. like three times longer than you realize. Which I did not know. Like, and neither did we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Sarah and I together building, 
was me going, Sarah, it's a van, everything curves, that's good enough, nobody's going to see it, which is how I am. And Sarah's like, no, it's not perfect, i got to redo so it. It's like, I oh my it. God, just get it done. So I see every imperfection in my yeah. van to this day. So I think, although I will say, there were things that like are hidden that I could have probably chilled out on. Probably could have, yeah. <laughs> do, you see, do you see every imperfection in our van when you come no, here? No, it's only my van. It's only my van. It's only perfection over here It's funny. Santiago. <laughs> like Bryce and I talked about that because like, being in his van i'm like oh my god this is amazing and he's like oh i see everything mm -hmm. and vice versa <laughs> <laughs> did you know that about sarah like did you oh she's a perfectionist absolutely yeah i expected that, that. Yeah. but the crazy thing is i am not a handyman mm -hmm. i have little no handyman skills or patient sarah i'm not very patient <laughs> i'm more of a just get it done that's good enough let's just keep going yeah so when sarah and i got to the point of drilling holes in her van mm -hmm. for windows and vent and we're sitting there going i've never done any of this and we tried sarah tried to hire it done nobody was scared they were scared to do it nobody would do it so i'm sitting here with a jigsaw drilling holes in the side and the roof of her van neither <laughs> one of us having any clue what we we're doing but i will say turned out pretty damn nice it did everything yeah. fits, no really leaks <laughs> so sarah and i worked well together because she was meticulous to get it detailed and i pushed it to Get it, or she'd still be building right now. Yes. And she'd never had it done. She'd never had it so done. So y'all were a good team together then. Somewhat. There was times uh, well, I walked we, in the house. We had to get away from each other. Well, and we we would do projects. So it wasn't. I don't know what the percentage was. You probably like ten to fifteen percent of like big projects because there are projects that you have to have two people. Like mm, yeah, there's right. no. You have to have two people. Um, and the scary ones. I was just like, let's do this together i don't know what that so she'd be in my garage which is a three-car garage that she totally took over did not it was saw horses saw dust crap everywhere and i just disappear and leave and then she'd come in and she goes dad can you come help me with this and then I'd go back out so deb just covered her head and avoided everything and i would go out when sarah needed me and then just get away yeah deb could. were you involved much in the building process and like the physical no not at all work no I, yeah. my contribution we're on your side deb that's yes. why we did my, not build this one <laughs> yes. you, made, you made suppers <laughs> my contribution was making suppers or lunches or things like Providing that and staying out of the way mm -hmm. absolutely and, out of the way. and pouring wine <laughs> when necessary but when he would go out and things were going bad. I would just hide in the house, hide in the house, and just pray that when he came in, there'd be a smile on his face. And, and you know, eight times out of ten, there was. We did it. We did it. Putting screws in that hands. damn window yeah. just about sent me over the oh, edge. Yeah. I made him bad. go for a beer with a neighbor because he was driving insane. <laughs> but like, honestly, you need a timeout. <laughs> honestly, just to back up a little bit, we are so proud of Sarah yeah. because mm -hmm. this was a young lady who was working in Chicago and wearing six-inch heels and We've heard never, about this Sarah. I know. Yeah. Never the city Sarah. Who is she? Never swung a hammer or anything like that. And she comes to Kevin and says, I'm going to build out a van. And we just With solar power and started laughing. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sarah, but we just started laughing. Wow. It was insane. And look at that van she's built. I it's know. amazing. Yeah. It is incredibly impressive. So, Thanks, so was the news that she wanted to build out the van pretty shocking? Or did like because she had done the PCT at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Solo, which we were still blown away at. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's a long list of shocking things with Sarah. I'm going to 
Croatia by myself for five weeks. <laughs> yeah, I do. Forget I'm, about I'm that going one. to the PCT to hike it by myself. <laughs> so I'm going to quit my job and start my own. And oh, now I'm going to build a van. So I was getting a little you, but I, say, I feel like I kind of wore you down. Yes, yeah. not absolutely. <laughs> the van was not a shock. It was more like, really? How's she going to do that? It's funny because yeah. I actually don't remember telling you, like telling you. You told him. Apparently. You told me you've been thinking about it, but to go where we started, to be. To be a person raised in the 60s and 70s, uh-huh. where you had college and career and you stuck there and got your benefits and this is just what you did, mm-hmm. to have a daughter, and she always blames me that I raised her to be strong-willed and independent, so mm-hmm. it's my fault. It um, is. But to have, a daughter, <laughs> to have a daughter that breaks away from what they should be doing. She was a straight-A student at U of I. You can't leave your job and walk away from those benefits. It's not an easy sell for people my age. Mm-hmm. We just don't do this. Yeah. So you of your age have broken through something different. But we don't understand it. It's 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 foreign. So any parent that battles you a bit, just understand they love you, and you're not doing what they think you should be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're traditional. We're traditional. We just do what our parents did, what we were expected to do. So when Sarah said, "Well, we're, I'm going to hike the PCT," when she the said hell Croatia, you are. <laughs> he flipped. Yeah, Croatia scared was me. Croatia the, is Croatia the top of the Sarah's shock? No, PCT. Oh, PCT. No, All by yourself. Because okay. he heard. He, I think he thought. The word was Russia. <laughs> Croatia sounded like Russia, and I finally told him that. I was like, Kevin, you're hearing Russia. You're not going to Russia. <laughs> he finally figured out, oh, okay. I'm so glad you were there to translate that. I do think, I help my husband. Russia will be next. <laughs> well, so, um, Sarah's sister oh, Sarah, will... you haven't told them yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so there's something we need to talk about. Sarah's sister Laura did the same thing, even at a younger age, went to Greece, Italy, and Spain, backpacking by herself at 24. Wow. wow. So, yeah, that's not an easy... Yeah, for, Kevin, for, this is your fault. For yeah. Sure. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, so, the dollars so, are like this. So all parents out there, raise your child to be dependent on you and have no self-esteem so they don't do any of this crap. So, you know, that that's that's the solution, I think. But uh, So did you, I mean, do you remember, like, did you fight back? Like, were you kind of like... I don't did, think I, I was mean, too resistant. Not on this. The PCT... I was, was a little. A little. I'm the PCT. Quit, I think I'm that, quit working for a year and hike. It's so like, I think no. that was the initial hump of us like looking at something like this, and yeah. it, it was not good. We work. I was I was angry at you for a while, and then we like on the, like as it got went on, and he was seeing that I was safe and having a. Like, I don't know that time. you were safe. I think I was I, very safe. Wait, like as you were on the trail, I was, I was literally got, on the trail. Okay. Um, I think you finally kind of started to like chill out about that a little bit and then once that was done i think if this came up with no pct we would have had that same contention yeah it eventually would have could be could be so pct kind of like broke the ice <laughs> you like that, that one, do you? so <laughs> could be could be a stop that one please don't please don't could be is it has is a cult hit mm. i know <laughs> Can I patent that word? You know, it's yes. fine now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Between but, both of your daughters, I've been around for several small strokes. Mm-hmm. You know, Croatia, PCT, the van. I've been around for I have very time. strong-willed daughters. <laughs> very strong-willed well, daughters. And you're pretty strong-willed yourself, which is where but they But I'm usually right from. about so everything I, I do. I get, I get to hear <laughs> yeah. all of it and say, no, it's not Russia, it's yeah. Croatia. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it was those kind of things. And Sarah just... 
you know, after the PCT, it's like, well, she can do anything now. <laughs> really, Forget right? Forget about yeah. it. So while she was on, it sounds like while she was on the PCT, is that when you kind of started to like... Well, no, because she's on the PCT with a knee injury that she's hobbling and can't yeah. walk for six weeks. And then I stepped on rattlesnake almost, and I did this. And, <laughs> and so the whole PCT, no the whole PCT was scary. So would you rather just not know these things? Yeah. Or would you <laughs> After know? the fact. After the, the other problem I have. I, I wonder this yeah. sometimes with my own parents. Like, yeah. Is it better if they just don't know yeah. something? No, you love your daughter. You love your children. Down. You want to know. But you also love your children, and you it, it is the hardest thing in the world to protect to a point and then stop protecting. Yeah. And I will tell you one thing. The thing that changed me the most is when Sarah's mom died of cancer, mm -hmm. and I realized if I die, everyone else's night would care about them and not like I do. Mm -hmm. The best thing I can do to protect them is make them as strong as I can, which is what I tried to do, which the result is what she did. It worked. Your plan worked. But but for every parent out there, I know it's every parent just wants to protect their kid and put them in a shell. Mm -hmm. But when you're gone, you've hurt them. You've mm -hmm. got to put them to take care of themselves and be strong. Because when you're gone, what are you going to leave? A weak person or a strong person? Mm -hmm. But as a parent, understand. And with my grandkids now, it's like you mess with them, I will kill you. You know, I just <laughs> the, 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 if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> don't fuck don't, up the wall. Exactly. The, Any charity children that you mess with, you got an old man that's going to come out. Hide your grandkids. <laughs> So that is, a, that is a hard part. And it, it, it's like Deb said, it may be really proud of what she can do and all, but. Would I have been more comfortable had she just been traditional? Yeah, because mm -hmm. that was safe. Yeah. But sometimes, and hearing Sarah right. talk now, she's happier now than when she was working for a corporate job. Mm -hmm. Especially in Chicago. Mm -hmm. yeah. Forget about it. But that, that doesn't make it easier on the parent. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. It's always probably that constant, like, mm -hmm. going back and forth between wanting to protect, but also letting her become strong on her own. It is. And as a parent, it never leaves you. Mm -hmm. It never leaves you to say... I'm going to defend my child, but you've also got to know my life here's kind of limit, mm -hmm. and I want my child to be strong. And to do that, you got to let them do stuff. Sure. But it's mm -hmm. not easy to let them do stuff. You never quit worrying about them. You maybe. never quit. One worrying. of the things Kevin really enjoys is that Sarah calls him often and mm -hmm. shares. Things. Which she didn't always do, and now and she does. And there are times <laughs> that he's like, "Yeah, it's a little bit too much, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have told me that." <laughs> But he also likes that we were invited to come do this and mm -hmm. meet yeah, Sarah's yeah. friends. And mm -hmm. it means a lot to us right. that Sarah cares about us that much and wants to be us to be involved in her life. So she I definitely cares good. about you because we heard a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were like, and like, I feel like we knew a lot about you and it like made us want to learn more and want to meet you too. Yeah, I think Sarah's really good at, she has like her people, but she's good at getting her people together with yes. her people. You are like a community <laughs> like, gatherer. Yeah, from the, yeah, like, I mean, kind of how we were talking right before the podcast, you mentioned one of your other hacker friends, Bad Apple. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we've all heard of like all these friends and Sarah's <laughs> Except parents. Except Bad Apple. They, hadn't heard about yeah, him. Yeah, hadn't heard about Bad <laughs> Apple. That's why I was like, wait, this is a big deal. We haven't heard that's about this person. That's why it's a big deal, but that's why it's awesome how Sarah can like bring those people together. And so. Yeah, you'll meet him. <laughs> yes. I'm sure we will. I have a question kind of for you guys yeah. off of what they were just saying. Um, I'm taking over the podcast since Please I've been do. here. I've been on it three times, so I'm a host, basically. Um, <laughs> so, here, like, I get it. Like, 
from the outside, especially from a parent's perspective, I can see why it's like, oh my God, you're so safe. You're moving. You're vulnerable. Like there's creepy people, mm-hmm. people hiding, you know, scary dreads guy. Just cr- scary dreads guy. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from that. We don't want to refer to around yeah. these parts. You're not scary. But what I think is like hard is, and I know Amy, you and I have talked about this before, mm-hmm. and I think we have with the larger group. Where, like, it's impossible to really show the realities of this lifestyle. And I, we have talked that we feel way safer out here than we do in any town or city. Yep. And so, like, do, like, do you guys feel that, too? Because I absolutely do. It's like, if you could just see, it's really mm-hmm. not that scary. Yes. <laughs> well, that's why I love, I mean, I love you guys sitting in our van right now out where we've been living for the last, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we even showed you inside our van when we parked in your driveway. Mm-hmm. But here, like, now you're experiencing this sure. is... I haven't moved the van in four days. This has literally been our life in and out right here. And so it's great to yeah, have people to come and experience like, hey, this is literally how we live. This is how we met Sarah right yep. in this spot yeah. Yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And now here we are. We all are like, yeah, it's crazy. But yes, to go on the like, if you could just come out and yeah. see. Yes, because like, especially being like my family is in Nashville, Tennessee. And like just in the southeast, there's not a lot of like free dispersed camping like this. Right. You know, it's all campgrounds and things like that. Like, it's all things you make reservation for and you have a spot and um everything's a fee. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes. Um but so yeah, I remember when I was trying to explain to my friends and family like how and where we park, it's kind of I feel like unless you get out here, it just sounds like, oh, you kind of just drive to the middle of nowhere and park the van and you can sleep there. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. Yes, but no. Like it's still there's yes. I don't know, there's still yeah. designated spots and designated areas and and it does it doesn't feel like unsafe. I don't know, it doesn't really feel unsafe. Yeah. Um I think I mean you always have to be aware just mm-hmm. in general, but you know, I do have that mindset of like, oh, I think if you could just come out and see, it wouldn't just sound like, oh, we just drive down a dirt road and just park somewhere, you know? And there's not like creepy murderers like lurking. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. The boogeyman does not go out there. I genuinely, I really do feel. Boogeyman's in town He needs food and water in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Not coming out here. The boogeyman is civilized. Yeah, yeah. Or the boogie woman. And that's why I'm more scared of towns, because of the boogeyman. Yeah. Out here, I just got coyotes. I yeah. can right. coyotes all day. The thing that was tough for Sarah, she did this build, and the first year was the start of COVID, and she had to camp and be by herself all the time. Yeah. So the difference in her that I see the happiness and all is people like you and a, half a dozen others that she says, I've now have a van family and we, That's and we yeah. And we, <laughs> and we, and we get together. Her first year was her alone yeah. all the time. Sarah, that would be so, I mean, it was that hard. was, that was rough. Yeah. That was in rough. The, in the first basically seven months, I didn't have a dog. So it was mm-hmm. literally just yeah. me and yeah. it was hard. Um, it's weird. Cause it's like, I was thinking about this the other day where I think when you do big things, you like, kind of fantasize about what it's going to be like mm-hmm. when you, you know, so you're just like thinking about that constantly and you kind of have an idea of like how it's going to go. Like the way my like launch went could not have been different than what I had dreamed of for years, you know? And so that was kind of hard and it was rough. Like I, it, like, I loved that I was in the van and I could be in pretty places and all of that stuff, but I like didn't, I couldn't really talk to people because everybody was distancing and 
all of that stuff. So yeah, the first year was like a bit hard in that. Well, the start of COVID was like they terrified you. You yeah. will die. Yeah. Don't yes. tell you. Know, everyone so was terrified. Everyone was terrified. Yeah, so you I mean, had no idea what was happening. We had no idea. And, well, yeah. you know, I, and we, Sarah would call me and like, you know, I'm all alone. I'm on this. I'm scared. I'm afraid to be around anybody. I go yeah. in to get groceries and I put mm-hmm. my rain suit on or whatever, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. it, it was off. So it is so much better now. Yeah. 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 So now we can't get her to come home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Yeah. Unless we're coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You'll go to Twin Which Lakes. Which we will be in Colorado yeah. this summer. So. There you go. <laughs> you know where we're at. You know where we're at. <laughs> but you mentioned that, Sarah, did you like you weren't calling them a lot in the beginning, but now you do call them a lot. Did something like change? Well, it wasn't in the beginning, right? Like I've It was more in her 20s. Yeah. He and, means like in, oh, in, life, in, yeah. in her oh, 20s in and early gotcha. 30s, yeah. when she, you know, in Chicago and starting out, I would go four or five months and I'd, I'd never <laughs> mm-hmm. talk to her. And she goes, well, I texted you. I go, Sarah, you know, that's not the same. Mm-hmm. I go, I want to know what's going on. She goes, well, nothing's really changed. It's like, seriously. <laughs> so, She's so, probably right. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably just within the last four or five years that you started calling more. And now that she's in the van and she has like evenings stuff, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's a more regular call, so because well, it's like a, it, and I like this. It's a slower way of life. So I talk on the phone a lot, like to, yeah. to Mary and Jill mm-hmm. and all the people that you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like when I lived in civilization, it was like plans. You just, I don't know. I just filled my days in in like a much different way. And so when it's dark and it starts getting cold, I go into my van, and it's like either I watch a show, a program, a program, um, <laughs> play on my switch now, mm-hmm. or yes. I call and talk to my people. And so it's kind of like my little entertainment. And I, it's, I do it a lot more than I used to. when I lived in a house just because of the way, like it's just slower, you know, mm-hmm. it's just slower. It that is, is a, a slower as it was yeah. working in downtown. Mm-hmm. Well, Chicago, you're prob- I mean, yeah. I know, relax I know you do talk day. to people sometimes like during mm-hmm. your job, but sometimes not, you're not talking to people. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes maybe that social piece would be important. Oh too. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think COVID also kind of like bubbled. I'm like, Oh, this is like important. Mm. Like I really need this. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 We had each other to talk to during COVID, but mm-hmm. we would have to learn how to take breaks from each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there were times I would be like, Amy, I'm going crazy. I think you're the only human I've talked to for three weeks. Yeah. I love you. I love you and stuff, but we need to talk to someone else. <laughs> I need another perspective. Yeah. yeah. Deb and I, it was the same thing. And then one night we were sitting in our hot tub in Salida Drinking a glass of wine, looking at the sunset over the mountains, wow. bitching about, bitching about COVID, and it goes, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> maybe we're not quite as bad as somebody. So uh, pretty lucky. But but that that first year with the shutdown, I mean, I'm a firm believer that you need to socialize with people. Like I need it like air. Uh-huh. And and you know to have that taken away for a year that was, hard. That was really hard and unhealthy for people. Yeah. So um, well, I think that's where we learned we need to socialize with other people mm-hmm. outside yeah. of our relationship. Even. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and then yeah, to another extent, just yeah. like mm-hmm. Sarah by yourself. Yeah, because I just I again I was I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna meet so many people that you know uh-huh. van friends that are doing the same thing that I'm doing like we're like minded people and all of a sudden I'm like I can't meet I anybody. haven't met anybody yeah. in like yeah. a year so. And I, I, I did make some friends before meeting you guys, but that's like, I guess I would have been too. I knew a lot of hikers and stuff that had vans, so it was people that I kind of knew. And then I did make some friends, and then it was when I met you guys and Bryce and Jen, and I was like, oh, we like travel similarly. We're like, <laughs> in terms of like needing, you know, socialness and also alone mm-hmm. time, we're really similar in mm-hmm. that. And it was just like, it clicked so 
so easily. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. Now I have like, we always joke that we're almost like roommates. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it, it just made all the difference. It's so much more fun, you know? Well, it's just, it's pursuing happiness. I, I mean, I, we have a lot of family and dear friends in Illinois that don't understand this either. Because in Illinois, it's all private ground. They're, like mm-hmm. you say, there's no yeah. anything. So when you tell them about it, they're like, I wouldn't. And then Sarah gave me a story that touched me once about, you know, I, I have friends. I'd never let my daughter do that. And she mm-hmm. had a story about a guy that found out what she did and had a little daughter, 12 or pretty young. And he goes, I would never let you. And Sarah goes, it broke my heart. It was like, you crushed her. You should tell, especially your daughters, you can do anything. And I struggled with that a bit because I didn't want, I didn't necessarily want Sarah to do some of the routes she took. But I see now that she's happier. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you stay in traditional and you go there. They are very unhappy people. Uh-huh. And and maybe if you break out of the mold and just and your happy isn't somebody else's. It works for you. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and, and as a parent, it's like, I think I know the right way to do this. Just do what I tell you. And it's hard not to do that. I'm a control mm-hmm. freak. Sarah, but Sarah and I get opposite sides on phone calls. It's butt ugly. So, <laughs> <laughs> they're very similar, and we butt heads pretty hard. So I don't bend. She doesn't bend. You guys, you've heard how quiet it is out here, so we can hear conversations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you heard this one? Sarah, Sarah, stop. Sarah. <laughs> I'm hanging up. I'm done. Yeah, like, Sarah, are you okay? It's my dad. Oh, okay. Uh, Glider landing. (laughs) Glider landing. You'll be okay. But for me personally, I appreciate, I appreciate the debate of ideas with unlike-minded people. It's Mm. boring if you only talk to like-minded. It develops you to talk to someone who disagrees with you, makes you defend your position, and do it in a way where you're not angry or mad at them, but just do it in a way that... I'm starting to understand why you think this way. I disagree with how you think, and here's what I think. And, but do it and don't get mad. Yeah. And I oh. think as a country, Respectful. yeah, we're, uh-huh. we're losing that, and I think it makes you develop your ideas. and makes you question your ideas. Mm-hmm. And if you just sit around with people who think just like you, nobody questions it, and yeah. you just kind of go. You so like Sarah, Sarah and I definitely butt heads on a few things, yeah. so... And you may learn something. That's the best part. We haven't yeah. quit talking. We haven't quit talking something. just for a short, <laughs> for a week or two, maybe. But <laughs> it always comes back. Always. I think that is so powerful, though, and I think that that can be a hard thing to learn. When do you feel like you started embracing that type of attitude? I've always loved debates. Yes, yeah. he does. So I've always loved. Yeah, I I question if I should have been an attorney because I can I can argue without getting mad. Mm. A lot, of, a, a, lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people argue and get mad, and I'm just saying, just because I tell you I hate coconut, and it's for you, it's the most favorite thing you ever eat, doesn't mean coconut either one water. of us is wrong, you know. <laughs> so on, on different, on different topics that we won't even get into because that would all be bad. But that's another podcast. That's another podcast. But it's but it's okay to question your ideas yeah. and say, and the reason I disagree with you is this, and maybe you didn't think of that, and mm-hmm. then you tell me the same, and maybe I didn't think of that, and it develops you as a person. And if you can defend your position, it makes you stronger in it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes. Like once in a thousand years, Sarah will maybe convince me of something different. <laughs> well, and it brings so, you closer, too. It does. Yeah. I mean, Sarah, Sarah and I have had some pretty better. heavy battles. We always come back from them because we love uh-huh. each other. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. And I, and I think we should do more of that. I, I love to debate 
ideas. Like it's the same thing on talking about like traditional lifestyles and non-traditional lifestyles. True. Like it's very much the same conversations. And we've know? come a long way, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. And for my sure. first part was resistance. And as I learned more, I changed. And I think that's a great example on had we not had this debate and discussion and some butting of heads. In, in this case, I saw your way a little bit more than I started. Mm. And Deb and I are both now, Sarah's happy. We're happy for her. Yeah, it's you tell okay. it's anybody okay. who will listen. My daughter lives in a van. Oh, wow. <laughs> she built it out herself. I love that. In she my, liked the PCT. In my driveway, but it took much longer than expected. <laughs> Anyone yeah. who will listen. Took up the whole garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, can yeah find, I can find a friend in a, in a line at an airport, so I'm not shy about talking. I will give no, you that. <laughs> so y'all both have brought up how, like, I mean, obviously she's, you know, she's your daughter. You want to protect her. So, like, what were some of the worries that you had about her, like, pursuing this lifestyle in the beginning? And are they still worries now? You can start. Go, Deb. <laughs> well, a single woman being alone in a van by herself. She didn't have banjo at the time. So we always worried about that. And, you know, Sarah doesn't believe in guns, and her dad wanted her to get a gun to protect herself. <laughs> One of the herself. debates. Yeah. <laughs> One of the debates. That's what mentioned today. Yeah. Yes. Guess who won? <laughs> she still doesn't have a gun. So more than anything, Sarah's safety and security, that was our biggest worry. She's obviously very happy. We're just coming out here, and it's true. You come out in the middle of nowhere. There's nobody going to get you except maybe a coyote. Mm -hmm. And who goes out at night to mess with a coyote? Mm -hmm. Nobody. So she's very safe out here, but it was... It was something we had to learn for ourselves that well, I'm Sarah's not... okay. How do you think you learned? Like, was it coming out and seeing, or was it just time, or... Mm -hmm. Actually, just Sarah telling us, yeah. more than anything, listening to her stories, where she was at, how safe it was, and because we haven't been to too many spots that mm -hmm. Sarah's been, but, uh, but coming here today, even more so. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no way the boogeyman's driving <laughs> No way. Well, I'm more comfortable now that Sarah's camping a lot with friends. Yeah. Because contrary to Deb, if Sarah camps and goes alone like she does quite often, I'm, I'm still not comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I will never be comfortable for my daughter to be unprotected. Mm -hmm. um, as a father with a daughter, you always want to... Um, it's like the old West things. You touch my daughter, I will shoot you down on Main Street. You know, mm -hmm. like the 1883 deal. You do not mess. And when, and when there, I mean, there's times I don't even know what state Sarah's in. Yeah. And, and, and the uncertainty and the not knowing, as a father, I don't think I'll ever get used to that. But after three years, I somewhat don't obsess on it because she's done it and she is safe. But that doesn't mean in my, and I'm an over-worrier to begin with, that you just worry, what if? Mm -hmm. But you can't think about it. I could cross the street in I mean, in Denver, get hit by a bus. I was I, attacked know. one time, and it's when I lived in a in very beautiful condo in a safe place yeah. in yeah. Chicago. And yeah. so, like, no, and I don't disagree. But yeah. in your head, you decked that guy, didn't I you? Decked him in the face. Decked that guy. <laughs> so don't even bother. I believe it. Deb, you're a good hype woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Butterfly, I fought. <laughs> Wow. A gun is still better, but... Uh, this no, is my gun. No, yeah. he's alive, she's alive. You go your way, I go mine. I like mm -hmm. it. <laughs> you know, in the end, life's not safe. Every Life is not safe. You know, yeah. Sarah's mom died at 
mm-hmm. you know, of cancer. There, you, and was never sick a day in her life. You and live your life and enjoy it because there are no guarantees. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now, does that not mean somebody in your circle that worries about you is going to worry? Let them. You know, it, it, it's going to be. Um, I'll always worry about it. all mm-hmm. my circle. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife, both my daughters, my my son, my grandkids. I'll always worry about them, but. It's not good for me to hover. Yeah. Because right. that makes yeah. them, you know, so. Do you think it took you, like, did it take some time to get oh, hell yeah. to this point? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not beyond it, but I'm further than I was. Yeah. I'm further than I was. But. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's not been easy. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, are there things that you worry about now versus, or, like, were there things you were worried about as a solo female living on the road in the beginning that have changed now or? That she's not worried about? Yeah. No. Mm. Were you worried? No. I guess. Like the that's first the week, first I was like, eee, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it took me Especially like a, without a dog. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, re- I remember actually the first night in Tucson, I spent like two miles or three miles like that way, I think. Um, and I, I remember having like a really lucid dream of somebody trying to get my van that Whoa. night. Uh, it was super scary. I like. Uh, I had one of those sleep apps that like track your sounds and stuff at the time. And I like heard myself scream in my sleep. Ooh. Yeah. It was like super scary. It's cause I just like, wasn't used to it. I'm in this van. Sounds are different. So the, f- it took like a couple of weeks for me to like settle into it, but I don't, I was never really, really worried about, I think I was more worried about like, like being able to do it, like figure out the chores, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, but I've never, I've never, honestly, never felt unsafe or, um, the only thing, and I, I know I've texted you, texted you guys about this as it's got gone on and I don't know why this came on. Um, the only way I really have is like when I leave it to like at a trailhead and I try to go oh. hike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's break-ins that freak me out. It's not like any threat to my safety or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so, cause like. Like, it's my home. Anything of value that I own is in that van. I don't have much stuff outside of that van. Right. And so it's that that sort of vulnerability. Yeah, you do it in the basement of my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's like yeah. nothing a super but Someday asshole. it will go. Uh, also, how, how much more room is in that basement? There? Yeah. No. It's, not, it's, <laughs> a it's a cross space. It's a cross space. Actually, there is a little bit of room. But, but, uh, but no, so it's like... Dibs. That's the, <laughs> that's that's the only like worry, and it, it's weird that actually came on over the last like year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really sure where that comes from, but yeah, that's it. Like otherwise, not I think really. that's kind of our one yeah. of our only worries, yeah. which we feel a I lot hate more. The van. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I yeah, I understand with you doing at trailheads. We always leave at least one dog in here, mm-hmm. so that makes us feel comfortable for some reason. Yeah, but it's when we're in cities, uh, like in staying at friends' houses, where yeah. it's like street park. Oh where my I'm gosh. like, I'm not yeah. gonna be able to sleep tonight. Like, yeah. even if I moved everything in, someone can just like tear that shit like, apart. My two best yeah. friends know that about me, and they're amazing. They always try to get me the closest spot where I can see it, but even so, like, I'll yeah. be in the house, and I'm like, where's my... It, like, oh, my van's still there today. Woo! Like, yeah. I, it freaks me out to be separated. Well, it's a reality. I mean, yeah. a little bit, that's how it is. In Salida, which is a small town of 5,000 people, um, in the last year or two, it's like everybody's... I had stuff on my front porch, and it all got stolen. I mean, so mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a real concern that you... You, know, you can't get away from because it's the reality of how it is right now. So, my biggest fear is not finding water when I need it. <laughs> that's hard. Oh yeah, because I, mean, I have you a don't have, Yeah, that's, well, that's those are the stresses I've I have. Had, okay, so I've had that fear before too, <laughs> and I try to like 
see, okay, is there, like, an actual answer to that? And, like, my fallback is, you know what? If it got to that point, gas stations are open 24 hours. I can just go buy a gallon of water at the gas station. Yes. But, yeah, because I've had that one, too. There's always a solution. There is. (laughs) Yes. Because water, uh, yeah, something, like, basic, a basic need That doesn't actually scare me, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, like, I never, I didn't, it's interesting. Like, I just, I think I knew that I, I knew this was, like, the right move for me, like, so much Mm -hmm. that I just did not go into it scared. I think the scariest part was, like, building a van and not knowing if I could, I took it on having no clue if I could do it. Yeah. And, like, Uh that was terrifying, because I was like, I just spent a lot of money on this van and, like, all these supplies. (laughs) Yes. Um, But, no, I, like didn't really ever feel and since that like first like I in that article you guys wrote, uh, read that I wrote where I was like I'm a what did I say like a, a drunk mantis or yeah a drunk praying mantis yeah. Yeah. yeah um yes. like I felt a little bit like that the first couple of weeks in Tucson so I'm like I don't know what I'm doing like uh and then once I kind of figured out how this works um yeah, just and I like learned the areas, learned how to find, find camping. It's just I think it's really easy, on, honestly. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. you do have to get over that hurdle because mm-hmm. sometimes Coming that from fear a pro over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah months to your from, senior. Yeah, it's really easy, guys. <laughs> you, just, you just hike from Arizona to Washington. Yeah, yeah. really easy. It's easier than that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have one kind of last question I want to ask to kind of just like bring it around, and I want everyone to have an opportunity to answer but i want to know what has changed in your relationship with each other in the last like three years so like since sarah you've been living on the road for a little over three years now mm-hmm. what do you feel like has changed in your relationship with your dad and deb um i think for me and i'm gonna include the build in it too. yes yeah because that um, was a big part yeah yeah, yeah. especially for all of y'all Wait, yeah do, you answer, do we answer this question too yes, yes. okay yeah. <laughs> uh, so you I think said for, everyone. for yes, me, I, know. I, I think know it's I that like, and it mostly happened in the build. I think is like just getting closer and like that support. Um, and it's funny because you guys were like my roommates <laughs> for like a while, and so it like okay. a long while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need. I need a time frame. It was like well, well, I don't remember. Kevin, the, the whole build was. The whole build was six months. Five months. No. Yeah. The whole build was six oh, months. Oh, yeah, it was five months. Yeah. Okay, then it was five months. Okay. Um, <laughs> listen, I made dinner once a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, really quick before I answer it, one of the things that I should have brought up earlier is, like, why the build was so hard, too, is, like, I didn't know what I was doing, so I was studying what to do. Like, I was doing one step while studying the next step while also working full-time. Yeah. While also trying not to, like, be a freeloader. And, like, it was fucking stressful. I would never do it again like, like that. Like, it was stressful on me. It's stressful on our relationship. Like, mm-hmm. it was rough. Like, and so through that, like, we... I do think, like, we got closer. And it was a way where there was kind of no filter. <laughs> like, I yeah. mean, I remember coming in and I had, like, torn something in my wrist and I was frustrated. I just started bawling. I don't really cry like that, like out of frustration that often where it's like, I like couldn't even hide it from them. Like I wasn't like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I'm going to mask this. No, I was like, I'm not okay. I'm stressed. I'm worried, blah, blah, blah. And I think that carried over into me traveling. And to dad's point, I do call a lot. Like we, we like check in and talk quite a lot. And so I think it's the whole thing has brought us closer. I would say. Yes. Um, I would agree. Yeah. So that's my answer. What about you, Deb? <laughs> and I would have to echo that because Sarah, when Kevin and I got married, Sarah was off to college. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know either of the girls, really, at all. 
And the fact that Sarah moved in with us for five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I got a number it's five. <laughs> it doesn't matter because really the fact that she moved in with us, I got to know Sarah better. And while her dad, I was thinking about that when you were talking earlier, while her dad worries about her and he will never change, I've come to learn that Sarah is about the most capable woman I know. She truly is. Um, I admire her. I, 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 I think she's wonderful. The things that she has been able to do, most women wouldn't dream of doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just honored to know her, really. Sarah moving in and doing the van build allowed Sarah to get to know Deb, who was making meals and accommodating and was a nice person. And Sarah, before... <laughs> had been, I know it had been like college visits for a night or just such a short yeah. time period. And like Deb said, and she got to know Sarah. And, the, you know, there's there's three women I love in my life right now more than anything. It's Sarah, Laura, and Deb. So this van build, exactly what Sarah said, brought us closer. And it was stressful at times. But also Sarah saw Deb helping and supportive. And when Sarah hurt her wrist so bad, a friend of Deb's helped her tremendously. And it it brought into the picture that I don't know that Sarah and Laura either one quite knew. If you are down in need, Deb will battle for you just as much as anybody. And the closeness that came from it, and it was stressful, but stress brings closeness. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think uh, of everything, the relationship that Sarah and Deb have now would not be what it is now had not been for that van build. So, uh, so you're welcome. I, yeah, <laughs> and it did bring it did bring because because again Sarah and I neither one had a lick of handyman skills oh and for God. and for Gosh. us to accomplish this project it's a huge learning curve. Well, they keep saying us. Come on. Well, you did you did all <laughs> the research in the majority, but I was the one holding that jigsaw, cutting through the van and doing stuff. And so Sarah was the that general. Would definitely bring two people closer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the fact that we, that it got accomplished, you know. Yeah. So well, I think it would go either way. Yeah, like, I think it could have destroyed us. Yes, it could have destroyed. You either end up like stuck together like glue mm-hmm. in terms of your closeness, or yeah, you like it totally breaks everything. So mm-hmm. I think it speaks a lot to the relationship all three of you have together and individually. Yeah. And I think it taught us, you know, for all three of us, if shit hits the fan, we're all there for you mm-hmm. to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Deb and I got married when the girls were going to college and you, we couldn't have a household or anything, they missed. A bit of that because mm-hmm. they went off on their own and this brought sarah back in for a period of time which seemed like forever it was only five <laughs> months <laughs> it, it, you I know it, it made the closeness that we'd missed out earlier yeah so, so it, it was a, it was a really good thing Oh, I love that. It was hard seeing Sarah pull away that day. I still remember Mm. seeing her van going down the road. (laughs) And Kevin saying, it's good enough, just let it go. (laughs) It was funny because that was the day where I was like, oh my God, it's been for fucking ever. (laughs) I never thought I was going to get that thing done. (laughs) Well, the trout showed up, but I didn't think he was ever going to leave either. (laughs) Love you, trout. Just just joking. Trout, that's one we haven't met yet. But oh, you my know, God, you got to meet Trout. You know Trout. You know Trout. Know trout. trout. Yes. Great. <laughs> I love Trout. What was the date that you drove away? Uh, January 10th. Yeah. January of 2020. 7th. Of 2020. Yeah. January 10th. So I had two good months. Two yeah. normal months. Yes. <laughs> that might have been like the exact date we bought the van. 
all that. It was. It was, it was around that time. It was like literally tenth mm-hmm. or eleventh or yeah. something. Yeah, I had so. I had two normal months and then it was COVID, and so yeah, that was kind of wild. But yeah, yeah like. Dang. Three and a half years ago. Well, and now it's just easy for you. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy. easy. Okay, so I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say like it's completely easy. Obviously, I've had a weird year, but um, I just mean like you're, the you're logistics the of it all. It. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. knowing yes. just how to do things and get the what groundwork. You need. Yeah. We feel the same way. Yeah. And well, actually, we call being down outside of Tucson since we've been here so much. Like during the season, we call it easy. Mm-hmm. We're always like, it's so, oh, you know everywhere to camp. So easy. Yeah. yeah, we know everywhere to camp. We know where we're gonna get food. The fact water, that I just found propane. a new place to camp like blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, I thought yes. I knew of every every place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So it's, I guess certain places are easy when you go and explore. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's a. I get like decisions. It's a little more tiring. You're yes. like, okay, yes. like where do I get water? Where's laundry? Where's groceries? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the rules? Am I gonna get yelled at in Oceanside, California, by a random homeowner that <laughs> is yelling at me during the day when I was just totally legal to park there? Yes. <laughs> what address was that? Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the calls I got. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's more just knowing how to find what you need and like the resources that you need, and mm-hmm. just even knowing. The stuff you just kind of need to, like, know about and yes. check, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Knowing what yeah. you need to check and, like, what yeah. you need to think about when situations you've never encountered, mm-hmm. like, hit you, mm-hmm. you, like, know how to deal with them more, mm-hmm. even if yeah. you've never been in that situation. Yeah. So well, that's I why the, I say so, it's easy. I love the show 1883. That is the spinoff from uh, Yellowstone? Yellowstone on on the... Is that Harrison Ford? No, no. 1883 oh. was... Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Tim McGraw and Faith And it showed what they took to cross the prairies. And how oh. tough... You guys are the last that's that's left of the 1883 people <laughs> of surviving. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I feel like homesteaders really actually are. There are people that are doing that. But I will say... <laughs> you're living on your own supporting yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's... That, that's Living off the land. When everybody else is just going and buying what they need and living the safe life. But then when you look at it, are they really happy? And I think you guys are. So mm-hmm. has it so have you y'all have had like a really good insight to this lifestyle, like just obviously by always keeping up with Sarah and then coming out and visiting her too. Does this appeal to y'all at all? No. No. <laughs> I've actually tried. No. You guys would love it. Not even a big R V. No. Not even the big no. ones. No. no. I like I like my spot. I like to live in one place. I like. I yeah. like that. In my twenties or thirties, I might have, but not in my sixties. Not at this point. Not in my seventies. That 70s. is very fair. Yeah. That's Everything very fair. hurts. Every morning hurts. <laughs> but we I, love to travel. We, we just, love to travel. We just want to camp at a Holiday Inn. That's yes. all. There's something yes. similar. That is very fair. Very fair. Yeah. Well, I think. Do you feel like y'all are happy? Oh yeah. You keep saying like you've seen Sarah just be really happy living mm-hmm. this lifestyle. Do you feel like y'all are happy the oh, way yes. you're living? We're yes. blessed. Yeah. Very much uh, we're, so. Yeah, we're very blessed. Very good. And if Sarah ever needs to come back, she wants to put something new on the van. She <laughs> she's always welcome. We'll have a check-in, check-out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did there. you add to the van? This? Oh, you did like oh, the, the heater. Heater. The heater. The heater was the thing, but it was yeah. a ton of stuff. Yeah. Which yes. I did that in like a normal time frame. The heater. Oof. That five-inch hole in the floor was brutal. <sighs> well, that was, was where I think Sarah was camping with us right before. And then yeah. you were like going to go down to put that heater in. And yeah. then it had been like two weeks. And you're like, so guys, I still haven't put the heater in. <laughs> yeah. it was, that was the worst. Like, I have to worst, leave in a week. Worst project of my entire van, and it was ugh. Worth it, though, because this it. winter has been... So worth it, yes. yes. I had it on this morning, yes. and I was like, thank you, Peter. Yes. <laughs> well, what about you guys? To, like, wrap it up. Like, one in three years, 
How has our relationship with you changed? Yeah. <laughs> well, because you said we all have to answer well, it. So the first year, the second year, I met you. Yeah. That was the biggest yes. change. That was the, that was yes. the biggest There change. was no Sarah, then Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And life was better. Yes. yes. And then in year two was, three. There was BS, and now there's Before AS. Sarah, and after <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. And then year two to three um, was when we met Kevin and Deb. There mm-hmm. was no Kevin and Deb, and then Kevin and Deb. Yeah. Yes. That's very true. And that is our mic drop. Yes. And that is our mic drop. has been dropped. No. Well, I think, I mean, meeting Sarah and then now getting to know both you as well, it's just, it has enriched our lives so much. I mean, I, like, this is one of my favorite things is, like, meeting people and really getting to know them. And then you get to know, like, the people special to them, like their family and their close friends and, like, the people that really, you know, inspire and impact and make them who they are. And I think it's so cool just getting to experience that because, and it's it sometimes still feels not as much as we live on the road now. Everyone we meet is like a blank slate, but for a while it was kind of rare because we are from Nashville, Tennessee. Both our families are there. So there's like deep roots there. Um, and so there wasn't as much, you know, there wasn't as many fresh faces or like new people, like people to learn about. You already mm-hmm. kind of knew everything about everyone pretty quickly. And just like way different backgrounds. That's mm-hmm. what I think is cool yes. about the road is like, yes. I have met, I mean, run the gamut it's yeah. so cool yes yeah. and i just so i have loved in the last three years like getting to know who you are and like you're a part of our life mosaic not you're part of our puzzle like mm-hmm. we are changed because we know you and there are things about mm-hmm. us i think that will carry forever because we know you me too and <laughs> and that is because yeah. also of Kevin and Deb, mm-hmm. you know, they like fed into that as well. Yeah. So yeah. Especially really cool. hearing like you guys talk about how, you know, <laughs> how you did so well as a parent, you know, training Sarah as a strong will. I think we <laughs> definitely glean that from Sarah, even like, <laughs> even if we don't talk van to van on a day, you can just feel Sarah's independent energy just like <laughs> coming through. And I think we've been very inspired and just, yeah. Nice. She's bullheaded. I will that. tell you that. She's bullheaded. <laughs> It makes me, especially as a female, like, it makes me feel like I can do things I didn't know I could do. And as a male, I'm still like... <laughs> <laughs> She's like the PCT. I'm out, here, I'm out here living this cushy van life. Uh, what is wrong with me? Yeah. That's the guy that just can get off, at the, off the couch and do 20 miles. Yeah. You could yeah. absolutely do it through hikes. <laughs> but still, we're going to hike a trail someday. I would love to. Yes. Yeah. That's my next goal. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining in on this well, conversation. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yes. We appreciate it. I think we should go watch the sunset now. Yay. Yeah. <laughs>